What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Water Boys podcast. It's always a pleasure to be on this thing. Uh, it's Wednesday, and we are continuing the mock draft. But before we go on, let me introduce the boys, Amon and Danny. Yo, so what's up? Yo, yo, yo. Yo. All right, so last time we went from picks 1 to 16, ending off with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, pick 1 was Trevor Lawrence. Pick 16 was J.C. Horn, right? And um, if you want to hear the rest of the picks, go check out episode 11. So, now, with the 17th pick, the Los Angeles... Oh, no, the Las Vegas Raiders are on the board. Last season, 8-8. Eight and eight, um, Had a disappointing season after an amazing start. Who are they picking, Danny? Uh, I'm going to go with Jalen Phillips. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really need a defensive lineman. Their D-line has been atrocious so far uh, last season uh so i think that uh, a pickup in their d-line would be uh really helpful for to them and their their former number four, four overall pick klein farrell who's supposed to be good but yeah clinton farrell what yeah his name is clinton farrell ah, my bad my bad so you're saying that the raiders should continue to invest in their d-line they already have clinton farrell and uh max crosby max crosby's pretty good you can't sleep on them um i i think that i have to agree to disagree i agree on the fact that they should improve um on their d-line in some aspect but i don't think it should be through the draft i think they should probably pick up a free agent um try to get shaquille barrett who's a free agent we talked about that but i think spending another first round pick on a um sorry on a another you know, um, defensive tackle, I guess, would be the right word. I don't, I don't see that working out. Uh, I think um, we should go for another linebacker. Uh, I don't have a particular person, uh, my person in mind, but that's just who I think that they should go for to build their defense. Because offensive side, if they do keep Derek Carr this season, um, then, yeah, they're, they're fine. But, like... Defensive side, that's where they struggled the most last season, so that's where I think. Amon, you want to say something? Right, like, their defense couldn't, couldn't stop a kindergartner running across the field. Like, it was, it was horrendous. What? And, and, especially, and especially the D-line. I think the D-line and their secondary was, like, it was horrendous. Oh, apart from, um, what was his face? The safety, I forget his name. Jonathan oh Abram. Jonathan Abram, right. I thought it was all right. He wasn't great, but he was all right. But I think apart from him, and Eric Harris, but I think the secondary is really bad. I think you're right about that. I think they, I think they should probably invest in a corner. Corner, like, you know, Asante Samuel Jr. or, well, J.C. Horn went, went before him. But if, I'm, if, if I was the Raiders, I would have snagged J.C. Horn. If it was, well, you if know, it was you can here. always trade up in the draft. So, um right. But I, I can see what you're coming from in the aspect that they need to build on the defensive line because last season they ranked 30th in the league um, out of 32 teams in sacks per game with 1.3 mm. sacks per game. So I think that's where that's the way that they should go. But, you know, um, in Danny's draft, he has um, Jalen Phillips, who is 6'5", 266, um, in Miami Hurricanes, eight sacks last season. Um, so, I mean, it's a good pick. It's a good pick for them. Uh, he has potential. They just need to uh, groom him the right way. With the so with the 18th pick in the draft, Miami Dolphins are on the board. Uh, 
in our mock draft, they picked Devontae Smith with the third pick. Now who are they picking him on? They're picking Jeremiah Osua Koromoa out of Notre Dame. He's a junior, 6'1", 215, and he's a linebacker. Yeah, mm-hmm. people, people will say, oh, look, he's only 6'1", he's only 215, but he's a hybrid linebacker. Uh, I think this dude can be moved to safety uh, if they really want to. But in, uh, at least in uh, at least in uh, uh, in college, he played a linebacker. But he's a great uh, Carl linebacker. Um, I think in this draft, in my opinion, he's the third best linebacker in, in this draft, and I love him because uh, I watched the tape, and I think he fits uh, great with the Miami uh, with the Mi- with the Miami defense, especially they like oh Kyle Noy, I think yep. like, like last week or la- yesterday. I mean, so I think mm-hmm. this is a great fit for uh, for the Dolphins. And that and, and that was one of the aspects I was going to touch on of um, them releasing Kyle Van Noy because of cap. Um, but yeah, this is this is definitely a good pick, and I like the direction you were heading in and your thought process behind this. Uh, he he did put up some pretty good numbers while at Notre Dame. He does. He, you know, people might think that he is a bit short for a linebacker, but you are right. He can fly to the football. And now with the NFL becoming a faster-paced game than ever, I think that's a very important aspect to have in the now. The 19th pick, the Washington football team, 7-9 last season. Uh, had an amazing end of the season, I would say. Pretty good defensive line. Danny, who are they picking? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Christian Derisaw. Uh, coming out of Virginia Tech, 6'5", 314 pounds. Uh, the Washington football team, they've been really looking for a left ta- tackle since Trent Williams has left uh, mm-hmm. and demanded a trade to San Francisco, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he, he, can, he can help come in and fit the, fit the space that, that they're missing, and I think he's the best li- lineman left. So left in this draft, so I think he'd be a perfect fit for the Washington football team. And I think that's a good point you brought in. Um, they've been looking to, you know, uh, fill in that gap of, um, of Trent Williams, who was, you know, a really good uh, left tackle. And now, with the future uncertain in the quarterback position, um, I think no matter who comes to that team, they would want to be protected, right? And I think... Keeping that quarterback safe would be huge for this Washington football team, especially with their growing receiving core. Um, believe it or not, the, the, the O-lineman plays a major role in football games. They can make or break a football game. We saw that in the Super Bowl. We see that in every Eagles game, right? So that, that's a very good pick, and uh, I like your thought process behind it again. Now, the 20th pick, the Chicago Bears, 8-8, eight eight, lost to the Saints in the wild card round. Um... Are they going quarterback or are they going somewhere else, Amon? Jalen Mayfield, uh, O-lineman out of Michigan. He's a junior, 6'5", 320. Um, he's a, I think, uh, last year he was a, he was pretty good with the, with Michigan. And I think for the Bears, they got to show up their O-line. Um, and I think this is a good pick for him. I mean, yeah, he, he is, um, I would say he's NFL size ready, and he has um, athleticism, which um, seems to be kind of rare in a lineman these days. I mean, the only lineman I can see with really good athleticism and, like, agility would be Jason Kelsey, right? That's the first thing that comes to my mind. And I'm not comparing him to Jason Kelsey, but 
you know, I think that this guy has potential to be a really good linebacker, and especially with the Bears. Oh, I'm in. Oh, I'm in. Sorry, lineman. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm just not <laughs> feeling it today. My eye has been twitching all day. Yes, sir. The, the O-lineman linebacker combo, you feel me? Mm-hmm. My gosh, he's a monster. No matter what I read about him, it's always that he's a dominant, you know, pass blocker. And uh, if he just builds on his, his uh, run game, then, you know, he, he can be very vital to the Chicago Bears. But I want to ask you this. If the Bears get rid of Mitchell Trubisky, do you think it's smart for them to draft another quarterback with a 20th pick? Uh, I would say no. I think right now, no. Because... I don't think there's any, like, elite elite quarterbacks that would be left this far into the, into right, the draft. So I would think it would like, be a waste of a pick. Exactly. And also, like, I think the top four or five quarterbacks are like already gone. So I think mm-hmm. if I'm the Bears, if I really want, want a quarterback, I would have to trade up to like uh, the teens to maybe grab Mac Jones or something like that. But I think 20 is just... They should like, fulfill their other like, needs. I mean... Kyle Trask is still on the board. I I believe. Um, oh no, he Fields went uh, fourth, right? Kyle Trask yeah. is still on the board. Kellen Mond from Texas A and M A and M um, are still on the board. You know, these are all guys who have made a name for themselves. Uh, Jamie Newman, uh, you know. So right, but but personally, I think they could get him in the second round. I think that's a better value pick. For Kyle Trask or uh, other quarterbacks, I think if you're, uh, I think the Bears need best available talent, not their needs, because right. because they're not gonna be contenders for the next mm-hmm. two to three years. So I think if, if I'm the Bears, I want to first rebuild and like build a good team around the quarterback, around the future quarterback. If they let go, another question with yes. the speculation of Allen Robinson, if he leaves. Then the next up person would probably be Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney, and then yeah. After him would be um, Calvin Ridley's brother, right? Riley Ridley. Yeah. So Calvin Ridley is a brother in the NFL. Yeah. 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 Newbies, but no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. But... Okay. Um. Do Do you see them possibly taking a wide receiver here, Ramon? They could say uh, they could take Kadarius Tony, um, out of I think it was uh the Gators was it I think it was yeah from the Gators, or or they could mm-hmm. take a Rashad Bateman I think that'd be a good pick, but yeah I think I can see them taking a receiver for sure. But I uh, me personally, I did not I did not take a receiver yet because it's not confirmed whether Allen Robinson. What's coming back or staying? Like, uh, it's not confirmed yet. So for that reason, I'm taking a line. But I think in the future, in the next mock draft, I'll probably take a receiver, depending on you know what happens with uh Robinson. All right, a solid um solid analysis. Now with the 21 pick, Indianapolis Colts just got Carson Wentz in the free uh not a free agency <laughs> through a trade, um. <laughs> How's this, what, 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 what's the top what's the thought I can't speak what's the thought process through this who are you picking Danny so I know I know the Colts have been really adding a lot of veterans to their defensive core so I'm going to take some, a younger player to help improve this defense in the long run and uh, keep them contenders coming from a 
for a long time, and that's going to be Tyson Campbell out of Georgia, 6'2", 185. And the reason I, I'm taking this pick is because they they have a, they have a lot of older players, and I would like to see them get some younger players to help continue their uh, their dominance for longer times. Okay, so you think adding uh, another cornerback who coming out of Georgia, um, you know, I haven't heard much about him. He's had, uh, I believe, let's see, he he has one uh, interception his entire uh, college career. He's been in Georgia for two years. You think adding him with Xavier Rome, uh, Rhodes and uh, Tremont Smith and, you know, uh, Kenny Moore and Kerry Williams and guys like that and Isaiah Rogers could help this team? I wouldn't say it helps them immediately. I would say that going into the future, they have uh, they have more talent going on. Uh, I don't know about this one, if I'm being honest. Um, I, I think they already have great depth in the cornerback position and the, in the nickel position with Isaiah Rodgers only being 23. I think the only old person I really see here is Xavier Rhodes in that cornerback position. Personally, for me... Um, I, I'd rather see the Colts expanding their tight end position or their wide receiver position um, with Carson Wentz because, you know, they do have Zach Paschal and um, uh, T.Y. is leaving this year. Uh, right, Amon? That's what you said? I think he is. Oh, yeah. I might, yeah. Well, it's not confirmed, but I think most likely he will. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so I, I would personally see them going after someone who is a big physical receiver who can uh, get open but can also run by you, and that would be Rashad Bateman. You know, he is – he. I've watched a couple of games of, of Rashad Bateman, and I liked I just like this kid. His route running to his mm. physicalness in, in the end zone, he fights for every ball, and he, he does it really well. And I think him, pairing him up with a, a good scrambling quarterback, Carson Wentz, could really um, – what do you say – expand this offense and you know Rashad Bateman in many ways reminds me of you know like a, uh, a Brandon Ayuk okay so that that's my take on it but um Danny says that Colts should take Tyson Campbell now with the 22nd pick Tennessee Titans 11 and 5 lost in the wild card round again um to the Ravens which was a surprise for I'm pretty sure a lot of us who do you think that they should pick him on Picking Joseph As Asai out of Texas. He's a junior. He's 6'4", 253, good size for the NFL. And he is a great, uh, he's a great fit for the Titans, uh, especially because um, their linebackers are getting a little... Uh, I don't want to say this, but their linebackers just aren't as good as they used to be. For example, or like Cameron Wake. They're getting old, and I think they gotta start to develop these younger guys. And I think Joseph Joseph Asai is a great pick for the Titans. I think he'll grow great uh, under the system, and uh, have him going there. Okay, I think this is a great pick. Um, uh, I think that uh, Joseph Asai was a, a great centerpiece for this uh, Longhorns defense this past year. He had 54 total tackles this year. Uh, 90 last year, which was really impressive. Um, to, he had a really good year in 2019. 
Uh, I mean, 90 total tackles and two interceptions. So it tells you, like, what this guy can do, like, at his peak. And um, adding a young guy, right, to this team, and not only just a young guy, but also some major depth that this team could use. Um, because right now, from what I've seen, right, with the Tennessee Titans, Safety-wise, they're, they're, they're doing good. They have uh, Kevin, uh, or I think it's Kenny or Kenny Ke- or Kevin Vaccaro. They have Kevin Byard, cornerbacks. They have Malcolm Butler, um, and they have some other great guys. I, I just don't remember their names off the top of my head. But <clears throat> linebacker-wise, they've been having some you know issues with uh, like discipline, like you know getting uh, their players are getting uh, what do you say? What is, what is it called, um, ejected or, you know, injured and, you know, those type of stuff. And I think adding, yeah. adding a young guy like this who can fill in that depth piece, if one of those guys go down, um, could help them in playoff time. Yeah, so, I agree. With the 23rd pick, the Seattle Seahawks don't have the pick. It got sent to the New York Giants. I mean, the Jets. I can't read. The New York Jets. They did have the uh, second pick in which uh, Amon chose Sarah Fuller. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I... <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm just going to skip straight to it. Danny, who are you picking with the Jets? So, like, the Jets uh, kind of need help everywhere on the field. It's not looking yep. amazing, but with Trevor Lawrence, maybe they can switch up some stuff this year. Maybe... I don't think the Jets are going to get Trevor Lawrence. But... Yeah, probably. Like, oh, I'm mean, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Trevor Lawrence. My bad. Uh, yeah. Whoever, like Justin Fields, whoever their quarterback, Zach Wilson, right? One of those two. My bad. Maybe, maybe it'll get better. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, it's not as bad as last year. Last year is atrocious. So I'm getting someone to help their defense out. The defense wasn't amazing. Their offense is also not amazing. And that's Jason Oh Ohe Ohe. <laughs> away? What? Jason away? <laughs> My boy Jason away? Uh, yeah. Why you say it like that? I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Jason away? I think it's. I I, I don't I don't know how to pronounce it. Either. It's just like away. 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 Yeah. Away, yeah. Away. All right. Okay. He's a defensive six five two fifty two from uh Penn State. Yep. Ooh. Um, he was born in New Jersey, so it's like. It's, you know, it's kind of like yep. Uh, yeah, I think they need, they kind of need something, and defensively, I think they can really mold him. He's a really gifted athlete. His, his like, his, <coughs> his production isn't like amazing, but you can see in in his athleticism. I think if they mold him right, he could become a really uh a gifted defensive uh end. So that's why I think that they should pick him up. Okay, so they did pick Quinnen Williams. Um, I'm a, uh, I do believe last year they did pick up Quinnen Williams. Um, like five years ago. So going back to defense and that defensive line, which was basically lackluster this entire season. Okay, I I like it. You know, yeah, I think it's a good uh, pick. Good, good, good. That's all I gotta say. It's a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. With the twenty fourth pick, the uh, the Pittsburgh TikTokers. Hey. Correct, correct. Correct, yep. correct. Hop in a jet. Okay, I'll stop. Okay. 
Um, this team was undefeated, eleven and zero, and then they lost like I'm good, I'm four good. straight. <laughs> so who you got to pick right. him on? I have him picking Steven Jenkins, the tackle out of Oklahoma State. He, he's a senior. He's six six, three twenty. All right. So he's not the best available, okay, by by any means. But I'm taking him because the Steelers' O line is atrocious, especially at the tackle. So their interior line uh, last year was injured, but uh, this year they're getting back healthy. But the tackles were all healthy and they were atrocious, right? <clears throat> so for that reason, I'm putting position uh, over like best best player available, and I'm taking uh, Tim and Jenkins. Um, he was great with the with the uh with the the Sooners. Um, I think he would kind of show up that that line that was that couldn't protect Big Ben at all last week. Oh, last year, what am I saying? Last year. Uh, apparently, also Big Ben, I think had the like fastest like like throwing like. Uh, I don't know what this. He got the like, ball. He didn't hold the, the ball that long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a word. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So for that reason, I'm picking O line because I think their their running backs are all right, but I think uh, their O line's a bigger need than you know running back. So for that reason, I'm picking uh, Kevin Jenkins. I do agree on the fact that um, the the Steelers deep, like their offensive line forced Big Ben to throw a lot of um quick throws and. You know, I think that's, like, the way that they had to build their game plan around it, like, almost every season. And I think getting an offensive lineman could help expand that playbook and go for, like, those deep uh, shots to, like, Claypool or, or uh, Juju, if he stays. Say that, boy. Yes. <laughs> With the 25th pick, the Los Angeles Rams don't have the pick. It, it, it was given to Jacksonville. Who are they pairing up with Trevor Lawrence in the same draft? Danny Boy. Uh, I'm going with someone to improve their defense out here. I think they've already improved their offense more than enough without picking Trevor Lawrence. Uh, so and this is going with uh, Trayvon. Oh my gosh, these names. Trayvon <laughs> Morig. Mo- yeah. Like I swear. Close enough. Like close yeah, we go enough. with it. We roll with it. Bro, we're butchering this guy's names. I feel bad. Uh, yeah. We're butchering him so much. Don't worry, yeah. guys. You guys are way more relevant than we are. So. Yeah. Uh, so Trayvon Morig, uh, safety out of TCU, six two, two two eight pounds. Uh, yeah, I think someone adding two eighty. You said I said two. I said two oh eight. Oh. (laughs) Yes, sir. Two eighty pound safety. You're not. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that's a good pick. I would say. Um, because that defense last year was uh, uh. Nothing less of of dog crap, dog crap. It was it was it was horrible. Okay, okay Mon, way and, to put it straight up to the point. Yes, and I think adding a safety helps a lot, especially helps Miles Jack, who literally carried their defense single handedly. And I think adding a safety. I wouldn't say really single handedly. He had the help of Joe Sherbert, man. Oh yeah, Joe Sherbert's good, of course. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Jeez. So yeah, from from like. Just from like what I I've been reading up with um on you know the draft right since we're doing it and you know we always have to do our research and whatnot 
this guy is the highest graded safety, and him falling all the way down here would be a steal for Jacksonville. Um, they do have uh, Josh Jones, who did have 80 tackles last uh, season and one interception. But uh, this guy, Trevon, I'm not going to say his last name just because I don't want to um, – I just don't want to. Pick it. I just want to butcher it. Um, he he's had an an impressive college uh, resume. Uh, I'm <clears throat> sorry. I don't know what gun. Okay, seven total picks in his uh, uh three years in college, which is pretty impressive. Last season, uh, in 2019, he had uh four picks in a single season, which if he translates to the NFL, is huge. So this guy is a huge guy, huge role in um pass coverage. I mean, like. Dang dog, <laughs> like 21 pass deflections. Like this guy deserves some respect, and um, this would be huge for Jacksonville's defense. Huge. And also, um, I think one reason why he fell, maybe a reason why he must have fell, is because he, he was TCU, and the competition he play he plays isn't top tier. Isn't you know? Isn't like 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 they don't play. Big, a big schools often, you know. I think that's that's a because I think that's a main reason why he must have fallen. But that's his, yeah. But he's a great player, man. Like I think this a steal for sure. But yeah, I agree with this pick. It's a great pick. All right, number twenty six. So with the twenty sixth pick, Cleveland Browns lost eleven and five. I mean, not didn't lose eleven and five. We're eleven and five last season. Lost in the divisional round to a Chad Henney. Anything is possible. What do you have them picking after such a great season, Amon? Picking Quidipe, the the D lineman out of Michigan. He's a senior, 6'4", 272. Um, I think this is a great pick for the Browns' D line. Uh, they have Miles Garrett, who's probably a top three player on defense. And I think uh, adding Quidi Pay kind of shores up for the next five to seven years the D line. Uh, I think adding this uh, uh, this dude can learn under the current uh, D lineman. I think he's kind of like a as of right now. I don't think he should like a start right away. He's the kind of player that is going to develop up throughout this year and then be able to start next year. And be good enough. Uh, I think this is a player that the Browns can develop up into being a star. A star in this league. I think he has a, uh, so he has a lot of talent. And he could certainly be... I think it's best to want, uh, he's best to tackle in this league. But... Or, what am I saying? In this draft. I can't speak today. In this draft. But the sad thing is... Uh, this draft's uh, D line is kind of like weak. Like it's not strong at all. Uh, it's kind of weak, but I think. But he's, in my opinion, the best uh, D tackle in this draft. And I think the Browns got a steal here. I agree on the fact that he 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 is like uh, one of the best um, D tackles in this draft, and and on that fact. But I do have to disagree on you on this pick. I think that the Browns already have a solid. Um, depth chart in uh, the D tackle wise with you know Miles Garrett, Sheldon Richardson, Larry, um, I don't know how to say his last name, Oganjobi. I'm I'm just not gonna pronounce it. But uh, I think with those three guys leading the front, along with Adrian Claiborne, um, I think they already have a solid defensive line, and you know those guys are gonna probably stick around for another 
couple of years. They're relatively young. Larry is 26, Sheldon Richardson is 30, and Miles Garrett is pretty young too. He just got in the league in 2017. I think that I'm going to do something really what, um, I think they should focus on offense. Um, yes, their offense is good. Yes, they have Jarvis Landry. They have uh, Odell Beckham Jr. But uh, I think they should invest in a third wide receiver here. Um, Picking okay. up Terrence Marshall Jr. from LSU, who was outstanding, and um, he he he's a very good uh, uh, wide receiver. He's he has all the measurables: six three, two hundred. Played um, LSU. He had ten touchdowns last season, forty eight catches, seven hundred thirty one yards. When he played with Joe Burrow, thirteen touchdowns. Right. So this guy is a, a red zone threat, and I think you know, yeah, they have people's. Uh, People's Jones, Donovan Peoples Jones, but I think investing in a third uh, wide receiver here could actually help them. Yeah, um, I agree with what you're saying, but the reason why I picked uh, Sheldon Richardson, or I can't speak today. Gosh, okay. So, the, so the the reason why I picked uh, Quiddy Pay was because Sheldon Richardson is getting uh, is getting old. Right, he's thirty, like you said. Um, I think Quiddy Pay can can develop under him. You know, learn from him. He's a veteran in his league. He has been doing it uh, like uh, for a long time in his league. He's been consistent. Yeah, but even even if Sheldon Richardson leaves, you still have Oliver Vernon who's there, and you still have um, you know, Adrian Claiborne who's going to stick for a while. So you have this depth. I don't think you should keep building on depth once you have enough. Depth. But but the thing is, Oliver Vernon is thirty years old as well. So like you don't know like how he's gonna be the next two like maybe a year or two. Because usually guys out of thirty drop off, heavy drop off in production, especially these role players. Which is why I want to invest in a rookie, a young guy who's gonna grow and uh, maybe if they're lucky, becomes a star. But I but I get what you're saying. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, like they already have like um, even if Oliver Vernon and um, uh, Adrian Claiborne and you know Larry leaves, they still, they still have young depth. You know, like um, Vince Taylor, who's only like twenty seven. So, all right, Amon picked um, Quiddy Paye. Hey. With the twenty pick with the Cleveland Browns now twenty seventeen, twenty seven. I can't even speak today, bro. 27th pick in this draft, going to, um, going to the Baltimore Ravens. Who can you pair up with Lamar Jackson, Danny? I'm gonna have to go with Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver. I think that Lamar Lamar Jackson really needs some help on the receiving core. I think he could use some better receivers. This man, six two, two ten pounds, and I think he has all, all the intangibles. Like his size is is not like amazing, amazing, but it's pretty good. And I think that Lamar, like Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, he has his days. Same with Mark Andrews. I feel like they're just like really off and on. So I think that improving their wide receiving core could really help them because their defense is already amazing. So I think only improvements to their offense would really help with the first round pick. Great pick, dude. Great pick. I agree. 
uh, yeah, Rashad Bateman, you know, I, I saw him going earlier in the draft to um, Jacksonville. But, you know, if he does drop down to 27th and pairs him up with, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson, the only problem I have here is that the Ravens might not be able to uh, use him as well. And, you know, like they did the same thing with Hollywood Brown. You know, everyone thought he was going to be a star. Didn't really work out. But Rashad Bateman in the five games he played last season averaged seven catches per game. Um, he did finish the uh, – because, you know, what happened was he opted out and then he opted back in and then he opted out for the remainder of the season. So he technically only played um, five uh, games for this team. But in those five games, he was very helpful. Um, sorry, I'm just looking at the stats right here. But, you know, good pick. It was a very good pick. He does have all the tangibles. Six two, very physical, like I said. And, um, yeah, good pick. Now, with the 28th pick, the – New Orleans Saints, select two. I have receivers going back-to-back. I'm picking Kadarius Toney, receiver out of Florida. He's a senior, six foot, and 193 pounds. And recently, he had a monster year at Florida. And this dude, man, um, he's great. And I think the Saints really need a receiver next to Michael Thomas. Because uh, last year, they had... Emmanuel Sanders, but you don't know like how much longer he can stay healthy and you know stay consistent. I think uh, they need a young, consistent receiver like Kadarius Tony, and this is a great fit for him because Speedy, and I like him a lot. Yep, this is definitely a good pick for um, the Saints because you know other than Michael Thomas, they don't have a a wide receiver who's as reliable other than Alvin Kamara if you want, but. Um, this is a very good pick. I like uh, Kadarius Tony personally. I would. I thought you would pick someone else, but I see this guy, and I didn't know about this guy. But you know, now looking at him and his stats and everything, very impressive. I like this pick. Now, right, with the 29th pick, the Green Bay Packers um, had a very disappointing loss in the conference championship to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who are they picking? I'm gonna have to go with the linebacker out of Tulsa. Zayvon Collins, 6'4", 260 pounds. Uh, I think he could really help. The, the Packers' run defense was atrocious last season. Uh, I forget what they were, but it was pretty bad. I think, like... Yeah, they were, like, yeah, they're like bottom five. Yeah, yeah bottom five. I'm, I'm definitely sure they were bottom five. I'm not sure exactly where, though. But this could... I think this, this pick could really help them stop the... Just, like, players getting out and going on for bigger runs. He's also pretty versatile, so I think this could really help their team. Uh, yeah, this is a good pick for the Packers because they did struggle in that linebacker position after losing Blake Martinez to the Giants this offseason. This is a great pick up to, you know, re regroup in that position. So I like this one. Number 30, Buffalo Bills. 13-3, had an amazing season. Uh, unfortunately, lost to the Chiefs. Come on, who you got them picking? <clears throat> All right. Um, I have them picking... Levi, oh shoot, and on was right. I don't know how to say his name. I'm, really I'm, not, even to, I'm not even going to try to look that name up, bro. <laughs> Levi on Wuzureki. He's uh, a tackle out of Washington. Um, I think the Bills' run defense was their biggest weakness, in, in my opinion. Their coverage was pretty good, but the run defense, mm-hmm, it, it struggled. And I think adding a good, um, a good uh, run stopper like Levi 
I, I want to zoom. I can't say his name. Levi. I'm sorry, Levi. Levi. Adam Levi will just make their run defense uh, better. Not a lot better, but, 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 but better for sure. And I think this is a pick they, that they need to, you know, kind of consider and pick. I think I think that's a good um, reasoning behind it, that the defensive line did struggle last season. Um, you know, Star Latui, I don't know if his last name, man. These names, Star Latui, he did, he's kind of growing old. He's having like a bit of a slump. But, you know, on the flip side, if we look at this in a different perspective, let's analyze their offense, right? They have a quarterback, check. Running back, check. Devin uh, Singletary is going to be the quarterback of the Bills, right? He's shown promise. He's shown that he can be their RB1. Wide receiver yes. one, we have Stefan Diggs. Wide receiver two, Cole Beasley. Three, John Brown. My only problem with this is, similar to what we talked about with the Browns, they're growing older. Cole Beasley's 33, 32. Yes, John but Brown's they have... 32. All right. They have, and they have, Gabriel I believe Davis, they have another guy. Gabriel Davis. Davis. Yeah, Gabriel Davis. So, but, but, right, I'm... I'm looking at this guy named Tutu Atwell. 2019, he had 70 catches for 1,276 yards and 12 touchdowns. If that doesn't seem impressive to you, you should go watch more football. Oh, no. That's impressive for sure. Because especially in college, last year, like, the games were shorter. Or the amount of games were shortened than usual. So that's, that's, that's insane for like, the amount of games they probably played. Yeah, so that's that's just um, my opinion, but good pick um, either way. Now let's go to the thirty-first pick, Kansas City, fourteen and two, lost the Super Bowl. Come on, it's not me, it's Danny. My bad, Danny. Yeah, Lincoln's really going off today, as you can tell. Uh, <laughs> so you know, arguably the biggest weakness for the Chiefs in that final game, their offensive line. I know they've had some injuries. But that was because of injuries. Yes, that is because of injuries. But I feel like they need another offensive line in. And I'm going to have to go with Josh Myers. Even though we can say Landon Dickerson is more more prepared to step in with his injuries, I don't think with his like injury history, I don't think it's like the best decision to put in for the Kansas City Chiefs because they're like a win now <laughs> team. Uh so that's why I would take Josh Myers over him. Six foot five, three twelve, center position. Um, he he was very helpful in you know uh, that Ohio State team, um, and played a very vital role. I think this is a great pickup. You know, um, the Chiefs did struggle with that offensive line, especially throughout, like not just the Super Bowl. I'm talking about throughout the season. They had injuries. They had multiple different changes. Um, I think adding this guy would be great for their for their O-line depth. The Chiefs kind of, like, have almost everybody in a position, right? Uh, probably defense, they struggled a bit with, like, cornerbacks. But, you know, this is a really good pick. I like this. Now, the final pick of the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl champs. Who's going to be playing with Brady, Amon? I have him picking Najee Harris. The insane oh my out of Alabama. Gosh. This is a GG. For the uh, NFL team that are worsening him, uh, imagine you have Fournette on the field once, and then you have Najee Harris in the next field. Uh-uh, it's a GG. And then like, Ronald that, Jones. Well, uh, 
yeah, Ronald Jones, yeah. <clears throat> He's very on and off, but still. Three amazing running backs. Um, I don't think we'll keep all three of them. I think Fournette's for a contract. Or was it Ronald Jones? I forget. But someone's, I think, going to be a free agent this season, which is why I uh, picked up uh, Najee Harris. Yeah, I mean, this is just like, you saw my reaction. This was just a beautiful pick. I mean, this guy, he's ran the ball in college throughout his four, like, four years, 638 times, hasn't fumbled once. Like, that's just amazing. And last season, he had um, 26 touchdowns. As a running back, people don't know how hard that is. And that's just through rushing. And you add the four touchdowns from passing. This guy is just an all-around superstar, man. The last two seasons when he's taken over as running back one, he's been putting up video game numbers. 1,466 yards last season. Um, and then the year before that, 1,224. He came up huge in Alabama's uh, national championship this season, um, racking up three touchdowns. This is a beautiful pick. I, I, I can't even state this enough. And also, great job, Amon. I just want to... This guy is like I just want to like reach through the phone and yo, like give you a high five. Yo, but this okay, is that's what, that's what I say. What I say pause, but <laughs> cool. But um, but no, but I wait. Think, I think let me just finish real quick. Um, I think yeah. adding a guy like Najee Harris, who is a power back with an elusive back with a receiving back, perfect combination for a guy to play with Brady. I mean, he played with Sony Michelle and made him look like Christian McCaffrey. So this is this is a really good pick. Um, and with with the Tampa Bay like O line, they could possibly have a running back who hits one thousand uh, rushing yards again this season. So possibly too, like you know, they could have that like double back thing going on with like the uh, Browns did. So this is a really Ooh. good pick. And also, my my NFL comparison to him is the former the former Alabama running back Derrick Henry. I think this dude. Is not as big as Derrick Henry. He's not as strong as Derrick Henry. I, but but I think he his runs game like a... kind of mirrors Derrick Henry. Like uh, like the way he runs, he runs super tough. Like you cannot tackle him. Um, and this dude just runs hard every down, every play, which is why you see him so like. It was why you see him have so much success. Like I think every time you give him the ball, he'll give you at least five yards for carrying. And I think this guy can become the next Derrick Henry if he's, you know, if he trains well and he just, uh, you know, works out well. And I think this guy I mean, is, yeah, like, is if you look at the national championship, I mean, not the national championship game, but the Rose Bowl game, he ran the ball 15 times for 125 yards. That is 8.3 yards per average. So, this guy, I, I like all things about this guy. Like, he's very nice, he's very humble, he's very uh, dedicated and hardworking. So, that finishes our first ever uh, mock draft. A lot of good picks across the board. You know, we had a lot of discussion. We talked about a lot of things, a lot of, you know, things that could go one way or another. I like doing this. You know, we should probably, we should probably look back at this once the draft is over and see how many we got right, how many we got wrong. But thank you all for watching or listening. I am just not in it today. My gosh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> thank you all for listening. Redo. Thank you all for listening to another Waterboys podcast. It's been a pleasure. We will see you again when uh, Friday. Um, 
And if you haven't already, go check out our Instagram page at waterboys underscore podcast. Thank you all and peace. Peace. Have a good one.